Welcome everyone to the first ever episode of Five at Five. My name is Aaron here with the first segment. Every single week now on Thursdays, we are switching up. We are moving away from the weekly slab and we are moving into a new show called Five at Five. It's called Five at Five because we're we are releasing five sports card market segment takes at 5 p.m. Central Time. For some of you, it'll be 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Some of you, some of you, it'll be you know 3 p.m. Pacific Time. But for us, it's 5 p.m. Central Time, so it's going to be called Five at Five. Each week, we will be covering different segments of the sports car marketplace in the five different segments. This week, we have a Miami race for Formula One. So the first segment today, I'll be covering the Formula One Miami race. We will have baseball, basketball, football, soccer, hockey, maybe non-sport, whatever it is that's hot in the market, we will be talking about, and we will be giving a take along with it. So to start off, I will just jump right in because the other thing about five at five is no segment is longer than five minutes long. So now I'm down to four minutes for today's segment. We're going to start off talking about the Miami Grand Prix because it is this Sunday. It goes at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on ABC, a national TV broadcasted Formula One race. Super excited for it. Also, a quick shout out, What Not Break, Sunday Noon p.m. Eastern time. If you want to join, go over to the WhatNot app. Follow us at Slabstocks. It's going to be a huge break. Super excited. But regardless of that, the stars are in Miami. So here's Lewis Hamilton and Tom Brady, you know, breaking the internet, two seven-time champions together on the golf course, whatever. Next, you've got Max throwing out an opening pitch with Checo Sergio Perez at the Miami Marlins game, which had nobody there. But none more important than the GOAT, Pierre Gasly, with Michael Jordan. Uh, obviously a joke, but Michael Jordan, uh, the greatest of all time in basketball, was seen with Pierre Gasly, which is crazy at a dinner. I couldn't believe it. I was scrolling through Instagram. I saw Tom Brady with Lewis Hamilton. Next thing you know, I scrolled down. Bang, way more important, my guy Pierre, with MJ. So for this race this week, the quick facts you need to know is there's going to be three DRS zones. You can see them on this map right here. Top speed around 200 miles per hour, 320 kilometers per hour, 19 corners, three straights, 5.41 kilometer track length. Super excited. It looks funky. There's fake water there. It'll be a blast. So be sure to tune in to watch the race and actually see what happens. Watch qualifying Saturday as well. Very important stuff. As for the actual race, it's not going to be Ferrari. It's not going to be Red Bull being the talk of the town. They might end up on the podium this week. But the most important thing about this week's Grand Prix is Mercedes. Now, I also have McLaren here for one reason is that both these two are running Mercedes uh engines and mclaren had a better week last week or two weeks ago in imola than mercedes did outside of george russell also finishing towards the top but he's in the top five uh ricardo got knocked out but lando ended up on the podium which is awesome and you know they're doing a little bit better right now they're a better australia and here's the two mclaren boys lando and daniel in their sapphire cards lando's got variation daniel does not that is just his gold sapphire of 50 still a great card but uh, that the the Lando Sapphire variation PSA 10 is currently valued around $900. Looking at the Mercedes boys, so I did say that McLaren might be running a little bit better at this moment, but Mercedes is top three in the Constructors' Championship right now. McLaren is below them about 30 or so points back, but Mercedes is basically making a Hail Mary this weekend. They say if the upgrades don't work this weekend, we're going to look ahead to 2023 as they're clearly behind Ferrari and Red Bull. They're trying to make upgrades to catch up to them in pace. We'll see if it happens. But that is why the spotlight is on them. And right here is a chart with three Sapphire PSA 10s. If you're at home, you can look at it try to guess which card is whose uh, because we got a green line there that's currently around $1,600, a purple line that's now around $900, and a blue line that's up from three months ago. This is all within the last quarter, currently around $1,100 or so. And if you're trying to guess right now, pause it. If not, let's move on to the next slide. 
And we've got the blue line with Charles Leclerc. We got Max Verstappen with the purple line and Lewis Hamilton with the green line. So Lewis currently valued at the highest. Uh, makes sense, seven-time world champion. But if you see on that graph at one point, Leclerc did catch up to him and they were like at the exact same amount. I call it blasphemous, I think, in a YouTube video on the Weekly Slab or also on Instagram as well. And it kind of shook out correctly now. And Max and Charles are closer together. The two fighting for a championship this year in reality. And Max won it last year. So I even think that Max should be worth more than uh, Leclerc. But we're not at that point right now. They kind of got close again. And I'm sure after this weekend, if Max wins again, he'll probably be worth more in the Sapphire PSA 10. Over the last six months, six months, Charles has outpaced him. 66% rise for Leclerc. Max at 13% and Lewis at a 9% or 8% drop. Makes sense. You know, he's not doing that hot at all. Last week, he finished 14th or 13th uh, behind my guy Gasly. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, that is going to be the biggest storyline, in my opinion, this weekend. Can Lewis crack the top five? Can he have a better qualifying or even crack the top 10 uh, this week? And George Russell on the right, he's been the only driver to finish P5 or, high, or P5 or higher in all four races this year so far. So lots to be talked about. In my opinion, the podium is going to come down to this. I think Max is going to go back-to-back, win this race. I then think that Sergio Perez is going to get second. Again, that's going to be the same first two as last week. But I think that Carlos Sainz with Ferrari is going to come up and get the third spot on the podium. Will it happen? Probably not. Always fun to give a take, though. Always fun to give a prediction. And that was the first segment of 5F5 here with the Formula One Market Recap. Hey, everyone. Nate here with your basketball segment for your 5 at 5 and we are talking about John Morant. Who else could we talk about? He just went for 47 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, three steals, and only turned the ball over two times the other night in a win against the Warriors to even up the series 1-1. Huge game from Ja, and the market is reacting. Aaron put up this post this morning. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. At about 7.30, he put it up around 10 o'clock this morning. There was a ton of budget cards being sold. We're talking over 275 John Morant cards that sold under $50 since the game yesterday. If that is mind-boggling to you, it is mind-boggling to me. It seems like John Morant's one of those guys that you know he took off throughout the year, and so his prices were already really high, and it just, in my experience, seems like one of those guys that's going to come crashing back down no matter what he does because his prices were already so high from the start of the season. It's hard to keep extending that price off of one-off moments. What you need is sustained success from this point on. Well, turns out I was wrong. And if you thought the same thing, you were wrong because all he had to do was score 47 points in a playoff game. He also added, obviously, eight rebounds, eight assists, and those three steals. Amazing game. Amazing, amazing opportunity for people to sell. Not buy, sell. If it were me and I had John Morant cards, I would have sold. I would have gotten all my cards up last night or today, get them sold, and get them moving because I don't think you're going to have another opportunity. It's hard to replicate this. Number one, it's hard to buy the guy that's going to break out throughout the NBA season. Number two, it's hard to bank on the guy that's already broken out having a career game in the playoffs against a good Warriors team. You need the team to be premium. If he did this game against, say, the Utah Jazz, I don't think many people would have cared. But because it came against the Warriors, it is that much more important to people. And so if I am you guys, and if I was me selling these cards, I would be moving them 
it is hard to replicate this again. He would have to have another amazing game. This is the selling opportunity for John Morant, unless, of course, he wins a championship. And if you're betting on a championship, that's a huge risk. If you are looking to do this next year with somebody, again, huge risk. Hard to predict who's going to bl- uh, to blow up. And it's really, really impossible to predict that you can say, hey, I'm going to buy this guy because I think he's going to be good. And I'm going to hold on to him until he has an insane game in the playoffs. Don't bank on this being the way to make money, but do use it as a cautionary tale. Just because a guy has gone up doesn't mean that he can't keep going up. It's just impossibly hard to do. And when you see that secondary jump, then is a very good time to sell. What's up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing here with the Slap Sox FC. Five at five, take it the week. Uh, Let's get into it. So we're going to be talking about Two young star forwards for the two Champions League finalists. Rodrigo, whose performance today sent uh, Real Madrid into the Champions League final with scoring two goals in, in uh, the 90th minute and then the first minute of added time to send the game to extra time with Benzema's penalty took through. And then I will also be talking about Luis Diaz. First, let's talk about Rodrigo. His main rookie card is his 2019 Panini Chronicles rookie ticket PSA 10. This card just... Just over two weeks ago, was doing $50 for a PSA 10. And there are a decent amount of these relative to what we'll see with Luis Diaz in a minute. 184 10s, 87 nines, 280 total in the pop. But after his absolutely magnificent performance today, his card has already doubled in price up to $100. And it shows no signs of slowing down. With This is what eBay currently is looking like. When you search for a Rodrigo uh, rookie ticket PSA 10, $150 best off or 200 OBO or 225 OBO. I like this card for a lot of reasons. First, I think he's really established himself as the future star winger opposite Venetius for that Real Madrid time side and what they're going to be building their team around. It'll be a front three for the future for Real Madrid that's probably a Vinny Jr., Mbappe and Rodrigo with Benzema there too as well. And then also we have the World Cup coming up at the end of the year. And Rodrigo will factor for Brazil in that tournament if he continues to keep the form up that he has been showing for Real Madrid this season. He's finally bringing consistency into his, his game, having some end product because the pace and technical ability were was always there. Now he's bringing the end product needed at an elite level. So the future is very, very bright for him. Also, he's going to play a role in the Champions League final. We have a whole another season coming for Real Madrid, a World Cup too. The future is very bright for Rodrigo's cards. And then moving on to Luis Diaz. So he was obviously a huge transfer in from Porto for Liverpool this winter. Every team in England, it felt like, was after him. Tottenham, there's links to City, Chelsea. But Liverpool was the side that was able to get him. And boy, are they happy they got him. So... We're going to be looking at his his really only – he has very few cards out right now. Mainly it's an Obsidian, and all these are different variations, different numbering on them out of 75, 195, 20, all that stuff. Um, but we're going to be looking at mainly it's just base 2020 Panini Obsidian, which is out of 195. And as you can see, there are only three of those in the PSA popped, two nines, 110. But to really show the value that – in the rise in value that his cards have taken this year. We're looking at his uh, purple etch out of 75 PSA 9. So this card sold for 220 
on April 21st. And then this was on May 2nd. So this was before he put in the performance that set uh, Liverpool to the Champions League final coming off the bench and really turning that Liverpool side around after that 2-0 to Villarreal halftime. Diaz's introduction provided the spark they needed, goals, assists, coming very much from his play. And that card, this was the day before, and this was the out of 195 version, so it's obviously less rare. So for almost double that at $450. And then you can see the hype on Diaz growing. There are multiple cards of the Obsidian now that are variation numbers that are well looking at well over $1,000 on eBay in uh, best offers, and there's lots of watches on those cards. So the demand is there for Luis Diaz too. Unfortunately for him, he will not be playing in the World Cup as he plays for Colombia, and they did not qualify. But again, Liverpool has the chance to win the quadruple this season, which would be absolutely historic. And if they do so, it's going to be off the back of goals from uh, Luis Diaz. And then again, next season too, he'll be one of the stars of that team. There's a chance one of Mane or Salah could leave this summer because their contracts are winding down and they haven't signed extensions yet. And should that happen, then it'll become even more of a focal point of that team than he already is. But he's going to be one of the faces of Liverpool and thus one of the faces of the Premier League and just global soccer in general for years and years to come. And when this does happen, his cards will inevitably rise in value. So we're looking at tons of room to grow for both him and Rodrigo when they square off uh, in June in the Champions League final in Paris. It'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to see whose future is brighter, whose whose card values rise more in the coming years. But I think for both of them, we're going to see lots of gains in their markets over the next couple of years. For our baseball five at five today, what else could we talk about? We talked about John Moran for basketball. We have to talk about Bowman baseball. 2022 Bowman came out on May 4th. Today is May 5th. And people are going crazy. People are going crazy. Obviously, Bowman, there are three releases every single year. Bowman baseball earlier in the year. Bowman chrome in middle of the year, August time, somewhere around there. And then Bowman draft in like December. So there's always, or November, there's always three releases. People get amped up for them. They're always very exciting. Bowman baseball this year is no different. The draft class is, or the draft class, the Bowman first class on this year's product is insane. Not talking autos here, just talking Bowman firsts. There are 87 of them. If you listen to the Dinging Corners podcast, you would have heard this, but for those that don't, we're rehashing it. There are 87 Bowman firsts in this product which is what people want to buy, and only six of them, only six of them are pitchers. How insane is that? I've never seen it before in my entire life. I bet if you follow along with Bowman products, you've probably never seen it. 81 position player Bowman firsts. That means that this product has insane upside. There is a ton of 18-year-olds, a ton of 19-year-olds, a ton of 20-year-olds that all can all pop off. There's 23-year-olds that are close to the majors. Who knows what they might do? But Shortstops, second baseman, outfielders galore in this product. And that means that there is gigantic upside. Out of those 81 guys, I bet you maybe like five become stars. And if five guys become MLB stars out of this 81 dudes, you are looking at huge, huge, huge investment opportunities here for sealed wax and for singles, but especially for sealed wax. So if you are buying into Bowman right now and you have some cases or some single boxes, throw them in a closet. 
Don't look at them. Don't open them. And see what happens in a year or two years when some of these guys start making huge names for themselves, start becoming top 100 prospects, and then you're good to go. I mean, there is top-end talent. Khalil Watson, top-end talent. Max Muncy, Trey Sweeney. All first-round picks, all very, very impressive players. You also have like guys like Curtis Mead and George Valera who are top 100 guys. You have then you're like your lottery tickets. Um, Alvin Guzman, ton of talent, ton of speed, ton of power, ton of risk. You've got uh, Jackson Churio, just got called up to single A. Brewers prospect, I'm pretty excited about him. It doesn't have an auto, so he just has the Bowman Chrome first. Pretty exciting. Risk, he's only 18. He just turned 18 on in March, February. Ton of risk, but very, very exciting. And so for me, I'm looking at it, I'm saying, hey, there's some really good, interesting guys that should be pretty cheap because there's 81 guys that people are going to want to buy from. So they should start out cheap as long as you wait a couple weeks and don't buy right away. You can make really, really nice plays. And remember, they don't have to play well in the MLB. If you are an 18, if you buy into an 18-year-old, all he has to do is play well in A-ball. You can make money. And uh, I mentioned don't buy right away because you're looking at sales history here. And we just looked up Khalil Watson, 2020 Bowman Chrome Khalil Watson. Somebody spent $500 on a base auto, $15 on a Bowman Chrome base, $99 on a lava refractor number to $399. Like there are insane prices happening right now across the board with a lot of these guys. So be careful, but also be vigilant because this is the type of product, 81 position players, where you can have huge, huge upside as long as a couple, three, four, five make top 100 lists. And also, if those guys go on to become stars, you have 81 guys to become stars. You only need like five or four or maybe even three. Look at 2020 Bowman Chrome. Bobby Witt Jr. and Volpe. Stars, prices go up, even with Jason Dominguez being disappointing. So pay attention to 2020 Bowman Baseball. It is an amazing release. It is going to be really fun to watch these guys play. And uh, the prices are insane right now, but they should come down. And that is your moment to strike. For our fifth and final 5F5, we are covering the FlipQuest episode number 16 here for this upcoming week. Because we got two cards ending here on the PWCC Weekly Auction to talk about. Nate, why is this so hilarious to see both these cards here at $50? This is probably the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen in cards. On one hand, you have... Mike Holmgren, Super Bowl winning coach. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, been to two other Super Bowls. Been to two with the Packers. One, one, one with the Seahawks. John Alexander, um, Hasselbeck years. So, like, very impressive coach. Yes. But a 2020 contenders coach ticket number to 10 BGS 95. I did not know coach tickets existed. I didn't know that they had autos. <laughs> and you have this number to 10 for $54 or. You can get Daniel Jones, a starting quarterback in the NFL, optic gold auto number to 10 PSA 8. Same number, autoed. The grade's a little worse than the BGS 9.5, but very similar type of cards, being both being numbered out of 10 and being both being autoed. And yet Daniel Jones is sitting at the same price despite being a starting quarterback in the NFL. That, to me, is just the funniest thing in the history of the world. That shows how much people expect Daniel Jones to be the starter going forward with the Giants. Now, obviously, they have Brian Darville, offensive coordinator for the Bills, used to be the offensive coordinator for Alabama, 
Crimson Tide. So, like, there is potential that maybe he comes in there and changes things around and reverses Daniel Jones' fortune. But I wouldn't bet on it, and I don't think anybody else is because these two cards are the same – or $9 more, on honestly, on Mike Holmgren. Very funny to me. And, of course, these, these cards have not sold yet. So the odds of this holding true throughout the rest of the weekend uh, when this auction does end on Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern time is extremely low because the last sale of a Holmgren was a raw auto number out of 10 for like $50. And uh, I can't see this going more over, you know, over $100 or maybe $100 at most, $125. But Daniel Jones is definitely going to sell for multi $100. But even to sit here today and look at this is just funny. And, uh, I guess what Nate said is true. This is this is does kind of show Daniel Jones like what his perception is in the market. Not great. On our episode 15, we end up coming away with one card actually for our flip quest uh challenge here. And it was a Drew Holiday 2009 NT triple patch auto number 49 SGC9. We ended up paying our uh, max price was 162, is what we got for. Uh, pretty excited about that. Drew has been a significant impact on the Bucks last year and this year, obviously, in the winter finals. We're going to need him to be doing great things again. And then we gave away three different cards, uh, actually, on number 15, uh, a Benintendi and two other Drew Holidays. So if you do want to be eligible to win some of these cards in our live streams, please come uh, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Or sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern time is when the extended bidding window starts. But we start the show at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, it's a fun time. Uh, please come along and uh, you'll learn maybe about the market and maybe win some free slabs too. And now we'll look at what we're selling in the upcoming episode number 16. We've got two cards here. One is a Lewis Hamilton. It's a gold refractor out of 50. It's the number 40, so it's not the true portrait number one. But still a nice card. It got an SGC 9.5. We bought it raw in Vegas, graded it. Uh, hopefully it does pretty well. And then we've got a Steven Stamkos, which is some perfect timing on that. Blue PMG out of 50, SGC 8.5. It's a pop one, not, none higher. Not many of those get graded. And it uh, did grade very well. It's 114 right now. I'm really hoping that it goes pretty big. I think it can. And the Lightning just won last night over the Maple Leafs in a big win. And uh, hopefully they can win that series too to get someone who buys us excited about it. Thanks everyone for coming and watching our first episode of 5 at 5. This was the Slab Stocks new episode here where we talked about five different market segments all in five minutes or less. We hope you all enjoyed. Please leave a comment with the review if you like the new show or not. Uh, you won't hurt our feelings. We will just make sure we keep on trying to get better and make better content in the future. We hope you have a great rest of your week. And we really hope that the Bucks win as well. See you guys.